0: hello everybody welcome to a Friday time for your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast he's back he's the one the only realty expert Adam Helgeson and he's got a guest we'll talk with them right after this still feel a lot like this but you should expect more when you're buying or selling a home you should feel taken care of by someone who can turn jitters into ah Someone with the tools and knowledge to help you find the one or sell yours. We'll take it. Someone who can make real estate feel less like that and more like this. That's Home Services. Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. All right, and we are back. And uh, Adam Helgeson back in the studio. How are you, man?
1: Doing great.
0: Welcome to a Friday. Yes. Isn't that nice?
1: Beautiful day. Big plans for the weekend? No, actually, I don't have much going on this weekend. Yeah. So just kind of relaxing before uh, spring volleyball travel starts. And then oh, boy. Like go, from, weekend.
0: go from skating to volleyball. Yes. Yep. And yep. And
1: straight into travel softball. So. <laughs> hey, it's awesome being a dad. It is.
0: Yeah, yes. Yep. Hey, you brought somebody with you.
1: I did. This uh, handsome gentleman next to me, I uh, work quite a bit with, at least I try to. Um, his name's Jonathan from North Country Auctions. Hey, how are you doing? doing great good you know and and
0: i hear you talk about auctions all the time um you know we all know that the realty experts around here you you and uh, the other people at berkshire hathaway uh you guys work with contractors you work with carpenters you work with plumbers electricians auction companies and all of that so um you drug him over with you today
1: i did yeah just kind of get help him get his name out there and what he does um you know he helps out a lot of families Mm -hmm. um prime example i think i talked about this we had a uh Family where the the wife died unexpectedly, husband had beginning stages of dementia. Um, Kind of hoarders a little bit. Well, yeah, a little bit. They had a lot of stuff. Yeah. 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 You can can talk. This is the podcast. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I don't know.
2: Yeah. So um, one thing that I find happens a lot, uh, especially when elderly parents die, the kids then have to deal with this house. Sure. Sure. And it's full of stuff. Yep. And they have no idea what to do,
0: yeah, where to even start
2: and and oftentimes you know um, there's there's various uh different kinds of uh, situations with the kids, but a lot of times the kids are from across the country mm-hmm. and they're here yeah. well, they've got their own life, their own jobs across the country they've got this time this limited time, yeah and they've got a house full of stuff at their own house. And they don't. They have no idea what to do. Right. They, right. They know they have to. Empty they have out this their house.
0: obligations. They still have to take care of. Besides that.
2: Right. So they've got to empty out this house for their parents or for their passed away parents mm-hmm. or whatever the situation is. They've got a limited time. They've got a house full of their own stuff, and they've got no idea what to do. So they start throwing stuff and taking stuff to the thrift mm-hmm. store and just, you know, and, and they're just frantic. Yeah. Yeah. So. Just to get rid of it. Yep.
0: And so that's where you come in.
2: That's where I would love to come in. Okay,
0: okay, sure, <laughs> sure, sure.
2: What I have discovered uh, in the years that I've been doing this is that oftentimes families don't know that I exist. Yeah. And that's where the, the frantic, like, they go in and they're stressed to the max because they've got this short window of time to clear out a house. They have no idea what to do with the stuff, and they're, just, and they're just frantic. And when Adam refers people to me... Um, oftentimes, you know, the first thing that I want to do when I come in, uh, assuming that there's decent stuff, yep. sometimes, sometimes it's, you know, it's elderly all people junk, and yep. all they have is ceramic, you know, statues yep. or something, and it's not worth anything. And, sure. and I'll be honest with people, but, uh, but assuming that there's decent stuff, first thing I do is I say, first of all, we can handle this. You don't need to stress. You don't need yeah. to You don't need to panic. You don't need to do anything. Honestly, you, you can hand it over to me and I will take care of it. Um, and so trying to reassure people and you know, the other thing, if I get in early enough is to tell people, don't throw anything away. Mm -hmm. Don't, Mm -hmm. don't take stuff to the thrift store. Let me decide that. Sure. Sure. We can always try an auction and if it doesn't sell it at the auction, I can take it to the thrift store, yeah. but you might be taking something very valuable. Yeah, you, don't, you never know. And you might be throwing yeah. away something very valuable. So the earlier I can get involved in the process, the better it is for everybody. So because- if,
0: if my say it's my situation, um, my same parents pass on and I'm, I got the house and I call you up and it's Jonathan, hey, um, got a house full. What do I do? And you just nothing. Give me the key. I'll take care of it. And then you just kind of meet back and forth and say, okay, this is what I would label as junk, garbage. This is what I think would be. And then you just kind of take care of it all.
2: Uh, basically. Mm-hmm. Basically. Now, oftentimes, depending on, you know, I'll, I'll always do a walkthrough. Yep. Uh, I cannot say, yeah, I'll do this job three weeks from now, whatever, oh, over sure. the phone. I have got to do a you gotta walkthrough. you got to take a look first. And take a look sure. to make sure that there's something worth worth uh, something. It's worth selling. Etc. But let's say I do a walkthrough and I say, "Yeah, this is this is worth doing an auction." Now, if I see that there's a lot of stuff that will need to be thrown away, I might say, "Hey, can you get a roll-off dumpster?" Mm-hmm. But we will do that as part of our setting up of the auction. We will filter through, throw away the stuff. So uh, literally, it can be as hands-off as you want it to be, um, as the as the owner. And so, yeah, basically, you you hand me the keys and. And we got it. How long yeah. have
0: you been doing this?
2: Full-time as my job as the owner of the company, I think it's been about four years now. Okay. And before that, I kind of partnered with the previous owner of the sure. company. And
0: sure. Is- now, how long did it take you to realize that there is a company like North Country Auctions that can help you with this stuff?
1: Uh, well, I tried to figure it out as quick as possible. Yeah. You know, we've done a, <laughs> done a few of these together. Okay. And, you know, the nice thing is is just having to trust with Jonathan. Knowing, sure. You know. Uh like, for example, this last couple, I was there the morning, um, you know, they went and met with them, um, had a roll off there by the end of the day. Jonathan stopped by there by the end of the day. And the next morning they text me going, wow, you know what I mean? Thank you. Mm-hmm. The the stress is gone. Yeah. Um, I wish I would have called you guys the day we arrived. Sure. But they didn't sure. know. Yep. You know right. I mean? Right. So right. What You don't know is what you don't know. Um, you know, that's why I want to get kind of Jonathan out in the open here and let people know that, Hey, this is available. Yeah. Um, Plus I love shopping on KBID. So yeah.
2: (laughs) Funny, funny story, actually the very, very first auction. So I've been blessed in this job that I have gotten a lot of word of mouth. type Stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I would like to start getting my name out there so that people know that I exist. So that it's not just word of mouth that sure. people come to me because they they are looking for my services. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but not just accidentally bump into your name.
2: Right. Yeah. Right. Um, that said, going back to the literally the very first auction that I did, um, I got a call from someone who had worked with the previous owner, and the previous owner referred them to me. I did a job for them. Adam shows up to pick up stuff from the very, very first auction that I ever did as the owner of the company. Gee, no way. Yeah. <laughs> and and he hands me a card, and he says, listen, I do real estate, and um, I, I might be able to send you some jobs. And I said, thank you. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how long it was before he referred the first one to me, but I've, I've now partnered with him on some level with, sure. I think, Maybe
1: three. Yeah, this is our third, I think. Yeah.
2: And, and then there have been other people that have, I've, got, I've literally gotten calls from, from families in similar situations and they say, I got your name from such and such uh-huh. realtor and I have no idea who this person is. Oh, wow. And, you know, I have to think it's because of real realtors talking yep. and, you know, I, obviously everyone has to work with.
1: I, I send out your information on the realtor site. Just because it, as agents, we got to have tools in our tool bag sure, to, help sure you our, do. to help our clients. A um, you know? couple, so, of,
0: couple of texts. Uh, when my wife's grandma passed, it was so difficult for the parents because everyone was trying to take claim over everything. So who gets what? It was a terrible experience. Uh, Jared Lundebese, this guy does such a great job. I know the Lundebese. Hey, how about that? Um, can I ask you a, maybe a really dumb question? Sure. Can you talk like Leroy Van Dyke in the auctioneer song? No. Okay. <laughs>
2: I've never, so here's the thing, I've never done a live auction, and after doing auctions online, Mm -hmm. I I never would do a live auction. (laughs) Okay. Now, I, it it is literally my favorite thing in the whole world to go to a live auction. I absolutely love it. My heart gets pounding, and and I, it's exciting and thrilling to me, but... What I have found in years of going to live auctions, you know, live auctioneers, they they plan it like four months in advance. Yeah, yeah. They put the posters up everywhere. They're spending who much? Who knows how much mm-hmm. on advertising? Just, yep. It's plastered everywhere. It's planned so so long in advance. The day of, it's rainy. Sixteen people show up. Yeah, yeah. no one gets paid. Lose the your auction- butt. The auctioneer is not happy. The seller is not happy. Mm-hmm. The only people happy are the 16 people who showed up and got stuff for a got steal. Got dibs on everything. I put an auction up online for two weeks or a week and a half. And guess what? People are bidding at home. They don't have to worry about weather. Sure. Uh, I did have a situation uh, a few months ago where the pickup day happened on a blizzard. And that affected stuff. I had to bump it to the next day. hmm That happened, but that's the only time that I've ever had a pickup or, you know, bidders who didn't bid because of weather or whatever. Um, So it it really is. Plus, with an online auction, there's a presence all over the region. So I have people from Minneapolis. Sure. You know, it's funny, Uh, back in my
0: radio days, uh, you'd have a client that would want about 90 seconds worth of material crammed into a 30 second ad. So you read it as fast as you can. And then when you run it through the computer, you speed it up again. It's like a disclaimer at the end of a commercial. It's like, really? Yeah. How much did you pay to hear that? <laughs> <You know? laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, and, and more and more people now, it, it's online. I yep. mean, that's the easy, convenient way to do it for pretty much everybody. Yeah. Now, if somebody—if you're listing your stuff and somebody has questions, do they just email you? Is there like a, a part in there for comments or questions? Or what if you have questions for something that's listed on your site? Do they just reach out to you or how easy is that?
2: Well, when I do an online auction, I always have to offer an inspection. Mm -hmm. Now I run a lot of auctions from my house. I live in the country and I have, you know, and I, I do coin auctions. Well, a coin auction fits in a box. Okay. Yep. Yep. I do a baseball card auction. It fits in two boxes. And so I run those from my house and I offer inspection, but 95% Ninety five percent of the, those kinds of auctions get mailed, yeah, so people yeah. don't inspect them. They just are going by the yeah. pictures,
0: and those people know what's what is worth what. Right. Pretty much the right, collectors, yeah. yeah. Right.
2: Yep. When I do an estate auction, I always do. I'll do like a, a Monday night, the night before, or the the Monday before the auction ends. I'll do an inspection for one to two hours, depending on how big the auction is, and then people can come and and look at it. You know, they'll ask me. I'm really interested in this. Can you show me where this is? And I'll point Mm -hmm. you to it.
0: You know, a a lot of people uh, probably don't know, like somebody like Jonathan exists and what they do, but how many people do you think right now are worried about this same thing? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I I, I, I still think about it and I don't need to, but I do because what if it ever did happen, you know? And all of a sudden, John, you got to go back home. Yeah. And, and, you know, um, it's got to be pretty nice because I'm sure uh, this has happened to you quite often.
1: Yeah, I've run across it a few times. Well, even that one guy, um, I think one of the first ones we did, the, the guy didn't even pass away or whatever. He got injured and had to go to assisted living. Okay. So he's like, well, I'm not going to be able to have a house for years until I recover. Um, so he asked me to list it, and then he had a bunch of stuff. And, you know, it turns out he had, uh, the, he had like a sunroom. And in there was the stainless steel table and chairs. Um, and wasn't it some like famous artist from Minneapolis or something? And the, the retail yeah. value of the table is like five grand. You know what I mean? So, doing research, and that's the nice thing with Jonathan too, is they do their research and figure out, okay, value of yeah. stuff before they just. You uh, know.
0: guy I know I inherited his uh, grandma and grandpa's farm, and his dad used to play violin when he was a kid. Well, he found it up in the attic. Been up there for probably 50 years. Yeah. Stratovirus. Oh, wow. Or Stratavarius. Yeah, worth a lot, a lot of money. So that's another thing. Uh, people don't, you know, maybe uh, maybe they are a collector, maybe they know what's going on, and all of a sudden they're gone. Their, their kids, their relatives don't have any idea. That is another reason where you come in because, like you said, man, oh boy, you see this table going, look at that ugly thing. Uh, maybe I'll get 20 bucks for it, and you find out it's worth thousands, but they're not going to know that.
2: Right. And I, I've seen this too many times, uh, and and literally the very first thing that I tell people when I go and inspect their house is stop throwing stuff away unless it's paper yeah. garbage, and you you know that it's garbage, mm-hmm. and it's paper. Don't throw it away, because as much as you might think that that's garbage, it may not be, and you could really regret it, um, and. And one thing that I've told people uh, recently, especially people who buy a lot of coins or buy a lot of, you know, baseball cards mm-hmm. or whatever, um, and they're middle aged or whatever, and they have got grown children, make notes. If you've got a safe, now. if you've got a safe full of coins, make notes. If you've got special rare coins or whatever, make notes about it because. Your kids may not have any interest in it. Right, right. And they're like, oh, coins, what do we do with these? Yeah, just put and it then, in
0: your pocket and go spend it.
2: And I've, I've seen situations before where, where uh, a, um, a guy bought a box of coins from his coworker or something. And his coworker's like, I don't know what this stuff is. How about 100 bucks? And the guy's like, yeah, I'll take it for a hundred bucks. And he and he ended up with like eight hundred dollars worth wow. of coins or a thousand dollars worth of coins. And and the you know so I I always do a lot of research. And one thing that I every every estate auction is different. I've done estate auctions for people who who were Vietnam vets and they collected swords and artifacts from Asia. Yeah. I didn't know anything about artifacts from Asia. I had to use Google a lot. Sure. Because one thing that I do not do is say, here's a pile of random stuff. I don't know what it is, so you figure it out. And and buyers buy a whole bunch of stuff that's worth hundreds of dollars for 10 bucks. I don't do that. I want to make sure I know what it is before I list it. And so um, I will invest the time. And if it's something I've never done before... Well, after this auction, I'll know a little bit more. Right, if I right. ever encounter it again, I, I've done it before. So yeah. every auction I do, I learn something new.
0: Yeah, well, that's like uh, every time we do one of these Berkshire Hathaway podcasts, I learn something new. Um, every You and the other two people that come in here, it's kind of like being taught a little lesson uh, every yeah. time. And I learned something new again today.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for this next one. There's fossils and all sorts oh, wow. of, all sorts of neat artwork and Yeah, it's going to be a it's going to be a cool one. All right. Um,
2: How does somebody get a hold of you at North Country Auctions there, uh, Jonathan? Well, the easiest thing would be to uh, call me on my phone or text me 701-739-1164. That's the easiest way. I do have an email address. Um, I I get bogged down in in the busyness of Mm -hmm. my day. I don't always check my emails as much as I should, I guess um but i don't either te- i mean you you could text me and that sure. that is uh a good way to get a hold of me calling me that's a good way to get a hold of me and um you know the the first thing to do is is give me a call and i can always take a look at your stuff and uh and we can go from there
0: all right um by the way i know somebody that could probably help you advertise uh, there you go <laughs> i had to get that in there um big plans for the weekend no no you either you got to work working yeah well that's a bummer um i tell you what folks now the things we have been talking about if all of a sudden you end up with a house full of stuff you don't know what to do with it don't throw it away get a hold of this guy jonathan norberg at north country auctions again the number is 701-739-1164 and um good
1: don't, luck don't forget once it's cleaned out i can sell it for you
0: there you go have a good weekend. How do we get a hold of you, my man?
1: Uh, my cell number is 701-317-1750. You can check out my website, homesbyhelgeson.com. Or call any of us real estate experts at Berkshire Hathaway at 701-746-0303.
0: Awesome. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Nice to meet you. Thank All you of you much. have yourself a great weekend. We'll be back with another Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast on Wednesday. Till then, have a great weekend, everybody.